You're listening to media from University Lutheran Church and Student Center. We are a multi-generational, Jesus-centered community of Scripture, faith, and grace located in Tallahassee, Florida, on the campus of Florida State University. To learn more and to get connected to other resources, please visit universitylutheranchurch.org. We hope that the next few moments are a time when God speaks into your life by the power of His Holy Spirit about His Son, Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One who comes in order to bring us a reason to repent and believe so that we may be in the kingdom of God through the gospel. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, today is Reformation Day. It's also Halloween. And uh, and to just kind of get you thinking in in the right direction, I'm going to tell you a story about uh, when I was uh, kind of a little bit too old to be trick-or-treating by myself. Um, uh, but also, uh, you know, j- just kind of a little bit too young to be on my own. I was um, hanging at my parents' house, and, uh, and I was in, in high school, and so it was kind of weird. You know, I, I couldn't be the one going out there and trick-or-treating. In fact, that was kind of never the case for me um, uh, because I, I moved to this country in seventh grade. And, and so uh, what I was tasked with, while my parents took my brother out to go trick-or-treating, I was tasked with... Uh, manning the candy bowl, uh, the candy basket uh, that that was inside of our house and waiting for little trick-or-treaters to come up and knock on our door and tell me a joke because that was sort of the, the thing in St. Louis. It, it was kind of a weird thing. They said, trick-or-treat, and then, I, then you were supposed to say, uh, well, what's your joke? And they were supposed to have a joke on hand. Um, and, and so that is not a, a Florida thing, but that is what they had to do. And so anyway, um, as uh, this, uh, this Halloween played out, I, I noticed that the candy bowl was, was getting a little bit, well, kind of empty. And, and because of that, I was getting a little bit concerned. You know, maybe I'd been a little bit too generous in the, the other kids, you know. Um, none of the jokes were good. So, so it's not like they deserved it. Um, this, this was pure grace uh, that, that they were given lots of, of candy. Uh, but now, you know, things were, were not too late on in the night, and I was running low on candy. I was running low on grace to distribute to them. And, and as a result, I started in, you know, sort of the downtimes between the knocks on the door to peruse through the house, to start looking through and going... All right, well, what else is here that I can give trick-or-treaters? And, you know, uh, you're, you're looking around and you're like, well, uh, cough drops? Do cough drops count as candy? And, and, and all of these things. And, and finally, I, I actually found an extra bag of candy and Halloween was saved. But th- there's kind of that sense of, well, what do I have on hand? In fact, just this morning, totally unplanned for the sermon, uh, somebody was telling me that apparently right now in Tallahassee, it is a little bit hard to find Halloween candy. It's a little bit hard to find um, that stuff that you have on hand. And so if you are planning for trick-or-treaters to come by your house tonight, uh, like go right after church 
um, and, and try to find candy because apparently uh, all you can find right now is Christmas candy, and that's kind of weird. But as we jump into this text, we, we have Jesus saying this interesting thing as he, he comes into his public ministry. So we've been in Mark 10 so far. And, and so now what we're doing is we're taking the way, way back machine and we're rewinding the tapes to Mark 1. And, and the reason that we're doing that is because Mark 1, what Jesus says here in Mark 1, is the only time that a gospel writer has recorded Jesus saying this exact phrase. And it really sums up what Jesus is doing. It sums up what Jesus is doing definitely in Mark's telling of the gospel, but just kind of overall what Jesus has come to do. He says he comes to proclaim the kingdom of God, and he does that by saying, repent and believe in the gospel. And he says that you should do that because the kingdom of God is at hand. Now, that's an interesting little phrase, at hand. You probably don't think about it because it's an American idiom. It's a Western idiom. Um, it's an English idiom. But, and, and so you know what at hand means. At hand means that it is so close to you that you could reach out and touch it with your hands. It means that the kingdom of God is so close that it's within your grasping, that at the very most, it is a trip through your cupboards in your house in order to find more Halloween candy. That is how close Jesus says the kingdom of God is. And so, you know, think about the stuff that you have close at hand right now. You know, that, that maybe means the stuff in your pockets, the keys and the, the Swiss army knife or whatever it is that you have in your pocket or you have in your purse. Or maybe you're, you're thinking about the stuff that's in your glove compartment, uh, in, in your car and, and uh, you know, that mysterious hole where everything goes and you forget about it. But it's still close. It's still at hand. And that's how close Jesus says his kingdom is to you. Not just at that time, but at this time. And that's one of the things that drove the reformers back in the 1500s to say, hey, there's some stuff that we have at hand that, well, we haven't been working with all that much. It's been at hand but we're not, really, we're not really working with it. We're not really using it. And so one of the things that the reformer said was, we've got this word of God thing at hand. We have the Bible. And it's here. It's somewhat readable. At the time, don't believe what other Lutherans tell you. At the time, it wasn't that everybody was illiterate and nobody could read Latin. Not the case. But it was the case that a lot of people were not given the opportunity to read the Bible. And in a lot of cases, they were not even told that they should read the Bible. It was one of those things that they had at hand, but they never thought about actually doing that. 
Sort of like if you have a dictionary on your shelf someplace or in your phone, and you don't really even think about looking up a word until you need it. Well, that's the sense of what it means to be at hand. That it's so close to you that you can grasp it, but also the things that are so close to us sometimes are sometimes the things that are so easy for us to just ignore. Sometimes they're the things that are so easy that uh, we don't even recognize that they're there or how important they really could be for our lives. And that's what Jesus is telling people as he comes into Galilee, as he comes into his public ministry at around 30 years old. You see, Jesus has been at hand for all of those 30 years as he's been growing up in Nazareth. And yet, people have not recognized who he is and how important he might be for them. That's a good reminder for us. Several hundred years after the Reformation. That sometimes it takes a reforming spirit to remind us the important things that are at hand for us. That sometimes it's important for us to remember that things like Scripture is at hand. That there is this translated, usually with a bunch of fun notes that help you explain things, book that is there at hand for many of you. And if it's not at hand for you, I bet you have your phone someplace at hand and you can get to Scripture through that. But there are other things that are at hand as well. Other things that are God's grace given to us like Halloween candy. Things like our baptisms. And remembering the beauty of what those baptisms mean. That as we experience baptism, that it's not just about that memory or, or that picture that our parents have of when we were baptized as an infant or if you were baptized later. It's not about that memory that you have of when you were baptized, but rather that it is at hand for you. That that baptism is, is a living and breathing thing. That it is God's claim on your life. That it's not just something that happened a year ago or a month ago or several decades ago, but rather your baptism is a thing that is at hand for you today to remember when we say in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit that that is the name by which you were claimed. That is at hand for you. The other thing that is at hand for you is the forgiveness of sins that you just heard about. 
the forgiveness of sins that I just announced to you. It is so at hand for you because it just happened a little bit ago. And it's so at hand for you that I promise you that when you come here next week, it will be here for you again. And if you need it another time in between, then we can get together and I can give it to you again. That those words that you are forgiven, not because I say so, but because God says so, that is at hand for you. The other thing that is going to be at hand for you in just a few moments from now is Jesus' own body and blood broken and shed, given to you in with and under the elements of the bread and the wine. It is going to be literally in your hands, at hand for you there, God's grace in a very at-hand form for you to experience once again. All of these things are at hand. All of these things are the things that God says, this is my kingdom coming to you. And as we take those things, as we take his scripture, as we take our baptisms, as we take his sacrament of the altar and his body and blood, he forms us into his kingdom so that we can be at hand for the people around us. You see, it's sort of like a, like a very magical Halloween scenario where if I give you a gift, if I give you a Snickers bar, that you then are able to go and go to everybody else that you meet and hand them a Snickers bar. And yet you're able to retain that Snickers bar for yourself. It's this amazing thing where you now, as a result of experiencing the grace that God has given to you in the things that he has at hand for you, that he now makes you at hand for other people so that other people can hear his scripture, so that other people can know that they are forgiven, so that other people can be invited to baptism, so that other people can be invited to this altar and experience communion and then go out themselves and be his kingdom. All of these things are so important. that it's amazing that they're on hand. Because we're so used to things that are important being out of our reach. We're so, so used to things that are important being well, just out of our reach. Yeah, that, that, that financial goal or, or that, that life goal or whatever is just outside of our at-handness. But here God gives you the gospel. 
And the gospel is that the kingdom of God is at hand. So today, follow Jesus' command. Repent and believe the gospel. His kingdom is at hand. So now may you go out this Reformation week knowing that you have gifts at hand that have been given to you so that you might go and give gifts at hand to other people. Amen. Thank you for listening to this media from University Lutheran Church and Student Center. To learn more and to get connected to other resources, please visit universitylutheranchurch.org. If you would like to financially support more media from University Lutheran, please visit our website and click the Give Now button, which will enable you to engage in the Christian discipline of giving tithes and offerings to God through His church. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord lift up His face upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace.